Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. All right, coming up on NFL Fantasy Live, we're going to answer your fantasy genius questions. And is it time to bench Calvin Johnson? Our experts are going to weigh in. Molly Fabs. Speaking of benching, last week, Fabs, you told us to sit Eli Manning. He had just 15 fantasy points. Are you sitting him this week? Well, to find out that answer and more, stick around for my starts and sits. Mm, that's a tease. Marcus Elliott, what you got? Thanks, Molly. Pop quiz hot shot. We'll let you know which Chargers receivers you should probably be starting over Keenan Allen. Look, I get it. Marcus has been pretty middling and mediocre when we debate, but he's going to bounce back. And we're going to talk about bounce back players when NFL Fantasy Live starts, which is right now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose. I'm James Coe, alongside Michael Fabiano and Elliot Harrison. We're going to hear from Molly Cameron, Marcus Grant in just a moment. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at NFL Fantasy. But we start today with news regarding Adrian Peterson. The Vikings running back was in court Wednesday in relation to charges of reckless or negligent injury to a child. His trial date is tentatively set for December 1st. Peterson is currently on the exempt commissioner's permission list, requiring him to stay away from all team activities while dealing with his legal proceedings. With his trial date again tentatively set for early December, don't plan on seeing Peterson back with the Vikings until at least week 14, if at all, this season. All right, we move on. We turn to the Vikings' opponent this week, the Lions. They got this guy I know. I think his name is Megatron. I think you may have heard of him. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Although, not recently. Anyways, the Detroit Free Press is reporting that Calvin Johnson is dealing with a high ankle sprain and hopes to play Sunday and that he's not frustrated with his recent decoy role. I'm not sure what's worse here, a high ankle sprain or the fact that Megatron, of all people, is a decoy out there. Well, if you got Golden Tate, you like this whole situation with Calvin Johnson being a decoy because his numbers have certainly risen. But, Elliot, I never thought I'd say this. Right now, even if Calvin Johnson is active for the Lions, that doesn't necessarily mean he should be active in your fantasy team. I know that hurts you to say that because you held my hand as you were saying it. Well, we have that kind of relationship. I agree. I agree with you. And and, and just (laughs) taking this point a bit further, if you're the Lions, why play him? 
If you, if you consider yourself a contender in the NFC North, in the last two years you've faded down the stretch, why not have your best player be fully healthy and sit him until he gets there? You know, I don't understand playing him hurt. It doesn't make sense to me. To me, it seems like they have enough weapons on the offensive side of the ball, whether we're talking about Matt Stafford, you add Golden Tate, Reggie Bush, Joyt Bell obviously dealing with his concussion issues, but they've got enough talent on the offensive side of the ball to sustain them, don't you think, even without Calvin Johnson? Well, Calvin Johnson's probably a gamer, too, and he yeah. wants to get in there if he True. can be. So we'll see what happens. There yeah, Reggie Bush has got to pick it up, too. Yeah. There you go. All right, staying in Detroit, where Pro Bowl kicker Matt Prater signed a one-year deal with the Lions Tuesday. This after Denver surprisingly cut him last week. Here's a question. Better pick up Matt Prater or his replacement in Denver, Brandon McManus. Prater. Prater is yeah. one of the best kickers, if not the best kicker in the National Football League, this side of Steven Gostkowski. I'd pick him up in all my leagues. This is a very explosive offense for the Lions, and now he gets to play half of his games in, in a, a dome. dome. And not only that, but the Lions' drives bog down a lot, which means you're settling for field goals. How often does Denver's drives bog down? You get a lot of extra points with the Broncos, but sure. not field goals. How do you get fantasy points? 40 and 50-yard kicks. Prater's mm-hmm. got a big leg, too. Yep. Very good point. All right, let's talk about another big-time wide receiver, A.J. Green. Uh, A.J. Green owners should listen up. On Wednesday, Green reportedly left the practice field on a golf cart after aggravating his toe injury, an injury that's been plaguing him all year. If Green plays, are we worried about his production as well, like we saw with Megatron? Yeah, I mean, I'm worried about him. Now, Carolina, who they're playing, I don't really trust Carolina's secondary. I don't think that's their strength on defense. But I don't know that you said A.J. Green. Yeah, if Green is suddenly uh, a risk and and he doesn't play this week, pick up Mohamed Sanu. He will be yes. a major, yes. major sleeper because Carolina's backs, they are just not good this season. Very good point. All right, time now to bring in the rest of our fantasy crew. Molly Karam and Marcus Grant join us now with more. James, thank you so much. And, uh, Marcus, let's take a look at the waiver wire here. Let's do that. Some guys to pick up that are available in 50% or more of leagues. And we're going to begin with Justin Hunter. He had a fantastic game against the Browns, but he seems to be on this list every week. Why are people not picking him up? Well, because he's been inconsistent. We had a lot of expectations for Justin Hunter start of the year, and it just hasn't really worked out for him. He's been, you know, you look at the board here, you look at the, some of the, the guys that are available. I mean, he's owned in less than 50% of leagues. And last week was nice. You know, Charlie Whitehurst comes in after Jake Locker goes down with an injury and Justin Hunter becomes a big play guy. This is not somebody you're starting every single week, but you got to like what he can offer in that offense. This is a guy that had deep sleeper potential. And regardless of who the quarterback is, I think you're going to start to see the Titans get him more involved in what they do. Had his first TD of the season last week and a great matchup this week against Jacksonville. Now, Eli Manning is 10th amongst quarterbacks overall, and he gets Philly this week, and this appears to be a better matchup than we'd think. Absolutely it is. The Eagles struggled defensively. We saw what Austin Davis was able to do to them last week with the Rams, and I've been saying it the last couple of weeks, Eli is getting better. You watch him every single week, and he's starting to pick up what Ben McAdoo wants to do in that West Coast offense. A lot of safe, short throws. Most of the throws he makes are around seven or eight yards of the line of scrimmage. It's getting better, and the numbers are improving, and this is a week I think he really picks it up, maybe puts up, maybe gets close to 20, 25 points this week. I love it. You hear that, Fabs? Eli getting better. <laughs> Austin Davis to Brian Quick. We've been hearing that a lot. 20 points last week. Now, he's been consistent. He has been absolutely consistent. It's a guy that we didn't talk about at the start of the year. We were trying to figure out this mishmash of Rams receivers. It was Tavon Austin. It was maybe Kenny Britt. 
But Brian Crick has come out of nowhere. He's been the most consistent pass catcher in that offense. And at this point, you can't ignore the guy. you got to get him in your roster, and you got to start plugging him in your lineup weekly. Another guy who's been fairly consistent here is Dwayne Allen, the Colts tight end, a receiving TD in five of his last six games. And uh, he has the best quarterback in fantasy, one Andrew Luck. Listen, folks, we, we need to have a heart-to-heart here. Let's we, do it. We, we keep telling you about Dwayne Allen. At some point, you're going to start to believe Smart us. Smart up, people. This guy is getting in the end zone, a receiving touchdown in five of his last six games. They're using him around the goal line. And in a season where it's hard to figure out tight ends, this guy has been as consistent as they come. If he hits those big plays like you see right there, it's absolute money. Go get Dwayne Allen. I don't know how else to say it. He's a great play. Okay, so those were the guys to add, the top ten ads. Let's take a look now at the top ten drops here on NFL.com. And, uh, Marcus, we look at some names here. Donald Brown, Niall Davis, Terrence West, Isaiah Crowell, a bunch of uh, running backs here. Chris Johnson. Larry Donnell's a drop. He was just an ad. Matt Asiata was just an ad. We need to get into this. We need to make How sense of this. forget? Right? Um, uh, we're not very loyal here. And let's get into Donald Brown now. So he, he's been having a tough time. Ryan Matthews is coming back, and now there's this guy, Brandon Oliver. Should, yeah. we, should we get rid of him? Yeah, it's time to say goodbye. When, when the injuries happened in the backfield, Ryan Matthews went out. Danny Woodhead was lost for the year. It looked like Donald Brown was going to be the guy. But even in the good matchups, he's really struggled. He's not making people miss. He's been a guy who's about two yards a carry, and that's kind of been about it. And as you mentioned, Ryan Matthews is going to be back soon. Brandon Oliver has looked fantastic so far. Donald Brown at this point, it it has very little fantasy relevance. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately had the concussion last week. Now, Toby Gerhardt has really struggled to stay healthy. And his snaps have decreased each week. And now there's these guys, Shoelace and Storm. What's going on here? (laughs) Shoelace and Storm. It's like a low-ranked comic book right now. But that's kind of how things have gone in Jacksonville. We had such high expectations for Toby Gerhardt. He was going to be the workhorse back. He hasn't produced. The offensive line has been bad. As you mentioned, he's been banged up a little bit. And last week we saw Toby Gerhardt, Storm Johnson, Denard Robinson all had about equal touches in that backfield. So it's time at this point to say, look, we we swung and missed on Toby Gerhardt. It's it's fine to admit that. You just got to move on and find somebody new. Yeah, the first step is admitting, right? So there's this guy, (laughs) CJ2K. And at this point, he's really the weaker part of this timeshare with Chris Ivory. Absolutely. And, you know, we wondered how things were going to go this year. And Chris Johnson has not looked particularly good. Chris Ivy is running Ivory is running hard. He's been much more productive. And Chris Johnson's touches have gone down just about every week throughout the season. And right now he's lucky to, to get seven or eight touches a game. He's not going to be productive with that unless he somehow breaks a big run. But you can't count on that time for Chris Johnson to certainly have a spot on your bench if not on the waiver wire. Austin Davis has really been a fantasy surprise and he's been slinging it around but he doesn't appear to be getting the ball to Tavon Austin and he doesn't really seem to be a part of the game plan at this point. He really doesn't. Tavon Austin this year has five carries which you know that's one thing that's all right but six targets that's six targets for the entire season. That's no bueno. That's no bueno. At some point we thought this guy was going to be a breakout maybe another Percy Harvin type guy. It just hasn't worked out. We talked about Brian Quick being so good. A lot of it has come at Tavon Austin's expense. Good stuff, Marcus. You and I staying for the nightcap later? Absolutely. All right, so be sure to set your DVRs for our late airing of NFL Fantasy Live. For all the latest injury news and updates, we will be here for you. Tune in at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, right here on NFL Network. Listen up. We understand that some fantasy studs actually turned into duds through Week 5, but how many of those guys will bounce back for the rest of 2014? And have you been slacking on those waiver wire pickups? Well, time to wake up, people. Adam Rank has your Week 6 sleepers you won't want to miss. That's next.
The best part of this job, finding somebody in the middle to late rounds that can help you win the Super Bowl, and help you get there, help you get to the playoffs. It's a talented group of athletes here now. I enjoyed watching film on them this morning. I like the tackle. You're going to have to lose a lot of damn games in our league to get a player like that at that pick. Watching the Giants play, it's like chewing glass for three and a half hours, because it's how you make your living. So you live and die with each play. Thursday, catch an all-new episode of NFL Network's original series, Finding Giants. Take a never-before-seen look inside the life of an NFL scout. All-new Finding Giants Thursday at midnight Eastern after the Colts-Texans game. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, and we're going to go in-depth on some bounce-back players, but let's start with those players that have bounced back from 2013 or some early struggles this season. And, Elliot, we're going to begin with Antonio Gates. He still seems to be Philip Rivers' go-to guy in money time, and he's got a great matchup this week against the Raiders. Yeah, and you have to apologize, or I'll have to apologize mm-hmm. if I don't sound overly confident here because – I have no idea how Antonio Gates is getting open. No clue. I've watched every Chargers snap this year, every game, and I I can't figure it out. He's slow. He doesn't look shifty, but I'll tell you this. He's got great hands, and he knows how to position his body. And even right there, just a very subtle turnout. Notice how he blocks out the defender uh, with his wide body, and the defenders just can't play through him. And then when you have hands like that, I mean, fellas, what are you going to do? I hear a rumor that he used to play basketball. That's mm. true. I think that's that true. He never, heard, never heard that Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. But <laughs> he definitely has ups. But I think you said the key thing, trust. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got Philip Rivers' trust, and that's why I trust him to stay with the bounce back mold. I started him last week. I'm going to keep starting him. Yeah, we saw his second multi-TD game, and that's even getting a double team there. Marcus, Eddie Lacy had some early struggles, but he seems to be an every-week RB1 again at this point. Absolutely, and he, he had some tough matchups at the beginning of the year. That certainly impacted him a little bit, but the whole time, the guy was running hard. He was playing well, and this week, I think it continues against Miami. The Dolphins' run defense is middle of the pack. They got gashed by Niall Davis a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Eddie Lacy, I think is, as good as Niall Davis is, Eddie Lacy is a more talented back, and I think he puts up some big numbers again. Yeah, this has the potential to be a very favorable matchup, and so does this next one. Demarius Tom in Fuego last week there, Fabs, and he gets the Jets this week. What a great matchup. And Demarius, boy, you want to break out of a slump. (laughs) Go for over 200 yards and about, you know, 25 fantasy points. Uh, Peyton Manning back in sync with Demarius Thomas. And this is a guy right now who he is what we thought he was. He is an elite wide receiver. As long as Peyton Manning is throwing him the football, he needs to be in your starting lineup, despite the fact that the slow start was a bit of a disappointment. But, again, he made up for it in week five. And you are who we thought you were. Who am a I? Hall of Famer. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So Let's sweet. go from players that have already bounced back to players that haven't yet bounced back. So, guys, who do we think is going to turn around? And let's go back to the Chargers with Keenan Allen. He gets that matchup we talked about earlier, the Raiders this week. You think you think he's going to get it done? Yeah, but I won't even look long view here, Molly. I, I like Keenan Allen because, again, watching the Chargers this year, uh, he gets all the attention. But now that Eddie Royal has proven that, hey, I can make plays, Malcolm Floyd has been the big one. Marcus, I know you're high on him. When you have guys like that, ancillary parts, I like to call them, that can make plays, then guess what? Keenan Allen, things are going to open up for him. And not only that, the Chargers stay committed to the running game, even when it's not working. And that's really important because you can get play action. Keenan Allen would have had a big touchdown last week, but Phillip Rivers just underthrew the ball. It's about the only bad throw mm-hmm. Philip Rivers has made all of 2014. Yeah, this just in, uh, the Chargers are legit. Okay, let's all have a collective sigh of relief here. 
Jimmy Graham will be okay, and he has two weeks to recover here, Fab. Exactly. That's the good news is that the Saints have a bye this week, which means that Graham gets extra time to recover from that injury. I would honestly buy low on him right now. If you've got an owner out there with Jimmy Graham who is frustrated by him, make an offer for him. Go get him right now because at the end of the season, he's going to have 200 fantasy points, and he's going to put up great numbers in that offense. Sorry, guys, I'm not trading him. Marcus, <laughs> T.Y. Hill, and we move on to the Colts. Uh, both him and Reggie Wayne saw a team-high 12 targets. What's the situation here? Well, T.Y. Hilton's numbers actually aren't bad. The problem for fantasy owners is that he hasn't found the end zone yet, but you look at what he's done. He's fifth in the NFL in targets. He is ninth in receiving yards. The only problem, he just hasn't found the painted area, but the way they're throwing the ball to him, the way he's been involved in that offense. This isn't like Hakeem Nick's zero touchdown year last year where they just couldn't get him to football. They're getting it to T.Y. Hilton. So it's just a matter of time before he breaks through and gets in the end zone. Be patient. Things will get better. All right. Marcus yeah. could have just left it at he's not Hakeem Nix. And, I would have <laughs> and, you, and yeah. you would have been sold. Yeah. We had some angry Percy Harvin owners. That Three would be TDs me. nullified <laughs> by penalties. Yeah. What's going on here? Well, I tell you, I was worried about my dynasty team, Linda Evans' dynasty, when Percy Arvin just could not get scores. But I tell you what, look at this. Look how open he is on this play. This was the result of a beautiful route that he ran. As long as he keeps getting open like that, they're going to get him the ball. Not only that, the OC knows that Harvin got gypped out of three touchdowns. You think they're not going to try to get him a score? And it's easy to get Harvin a score because he can play out of the slot. He can play on the end. He can run the ball. It's not like trying to force the ball to Larry Fitzgerald. It's a completely different situation. All right, so those are the guys that have bounced back, are going to bounce back. But what about uh, some players that will not this season? Well, you'll have to check out NFL Now to find out who these guys are. We'll be talking about that. But right now, let's send it to Mr. Rank for some Week 6 sleepers. Adam. Hey everybody, Adam Rank here with your list of Week 6 sleepers. For the full deal, go check it out online. But right now, I'm going to give you three right here, right now. But here's a little less conversation, a little more sleepers, and we will start with Brandon Oliver. And I understand it might seem a little bit silly. to be like, hey, remember that running back who smashed the Jets for 30 fantasy points? Yeah, he's my sleeper this week. But look, don't harangue me. I don't know if you watch the afternoon games. I know some of you on the East Coast like to check out after the early games, but... If you're able to claim Oliver on waivers this week, make sure he's in your lineup because, well, the Raiders. That's it. They play the Raiders. As LT told me himself, he said, Adam, never name drop, and there's always something special about Raiders week in San Diego, and he should know. We move on to receiver where Odell Beckham Jr. has a merge as a nice sleeper option. Boy, does he like to make an entrance or what? Beckham announced his presence with 44 yards and a touchdown against the Falcons. But the thing that really caught my eye was his speed, the way he ran past the Falcons like they were standing still, which, well, Falcons kind of always do that on defense. But next up are the Eagles, who have been very generous to fantasy receivers. I expect Beckham to run past the Eagles like Ocean's guys carry those sacks of money past Benedict's crew. But seriously, how did it get down into the vault? And finally... Who else needs a tight end? Yeah, you and me both, fantasy friends. You and me both. That's why I've looked to Owen Daniels. The matchup against the Bucs is pretty good, but Daniels has been very impressive since the departure of Dennis Pitta. His familiarity in Gary Kubiak's offense has been vital, and he's been targeted at least five times in four of his last five games this year. And I'd like to thank you all for your time. Look, we go way back, and uh, I owe you for the thing with the guy in the place, and I'll never forget it. If you need more sleepers, be sure to check out NFL.com slash Ranks11. 
All right. I'll see you when I see you. Thanks, Rank. See you on the flip side, Holmes. The running back position has been hard to predict this year. Luckily, the guru, Michael Fabiano, is here to help. It's almost time to unveil his list of starts and sits for week six. And you get put on the spot every day at your J-O-B. It's time to put our experts to the test with a little pop quiz. You don't want to miss this. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Stay with us. Make sure to join CBS and NFL Network for Thursday Night Football. This week is a battle in the AFC South as the Indianapolis Colts head down south to face the Houston Texans. NFL Total Access kickoff starts at 6 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. Coverage continues at 7.30 Eastern on CBS and NFL Network. Football starts here. And welcome back, fantasy fans. Right now it's time to put our team to the test. It's time now for Fantasy Pop quiz inside each of these little helmets inside this orange bucket here is a question related to that team and each of our fantasy experts will then answer it on the spot they don't know what the questions are in advance so there's a great chance we're going to look like idiots here guys are you guys ready sure Have a let's, do it. let's do it let's do it elliot my man you're like, up first i like that transition idiots to <laughs> let's go way to motivate there you go <clears throat> what do you got for us pal oh, panthers i know this is gonna be a running backs question so Forget oh. that one. <laughs> I'm not answering nice. Panthers running back nice questions. Toss. I'm done with Great Panthers. Great All right, here we go. How about the Pats? Here we go. Look at this. There's a, a nice question out. in there, pal. All right. I like what how we it's got? taped in here. Just hang on. Gosh. And the, I can't and read the that fast. goes to. Right, yeah, no kidding. All right. Rob Gronkowski has a TD in four out of five games. When does the trend end? You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. You ready for this? Yeah. I think the trend ends this week. You know, the Patriots had a very emotional game against the Cincinnati Bengals. They came out angry. But honestly, when has the Patriots offense played good all season? Anyone? Uh, played pretty well against the Bengals. That's about it. One That's week. it. That was yeah. about One it. week. Now, you can talk about the points against the Vikings. But at the end of the day, the Vikings game, Matt Castle gave them four turnovers. They were playing on the Vikings side of the field the whole game. The only right. time the offenses looked functional. And you're talking to a Rob Gronkowski owner here. Okay, there okay. you go. I'm not trusting him. I, I still trust Gronk just because look at the other targets they have in that offense. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's Julian Edelman, but they're still trying to figure out what to do on the outside. Kimbrell Tompkins is gone. Aaron Dobson is kind of a no-show most weeks. Gronk is the most consistent thing they have there, and he's getting more snaps. So I think that helps. That's the big thing. Right. Maybe he doesn't score a touchdown every week, but he's going to be productive. Just remember, the last touchdown before the Cincinnati game was from Jimmy Garoppolo in complete garbage time where Carson Palmer <laughs> traditionally lived. How about that? Uh, plus, I love the fact that they're introducing now Timothy Wright into yeah. that conversation yeah. as well. They got in a, a trade in the Logan Mankins yeah, trade. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, uh, uh, Marcus, you're up. All right, here we go. It's yeah. deep. It's deep. San Diego Superchargers. All right, here we go. Is this question going to be related to Dan Fouts? Let's see. Hopefully, right? Yes? No? Little little, beard. Can you continue to trust Eddie Royal and Malcolm Floyd over Keenan Allen? Wow. I would say of the two of those guys, I trust Malcolm Floyd a little bit more than I trust Eddie Royal Mm -hmm. because we've seen how that movie ends. But Malcolm Floyd is a guy who, he is a deep threat. He is a big play guy. I mean, one of the greatest all the time when it comes to yards per reception. I mean, he's a guy who's good for 20 to 25 yards per catch. 
Philip Rivers has been fantastic. He's looking at Floyd as a deep threat, and I think he's a guy who maybe you're not starting him every single week, but certainly as a flex play in matchup situations. I like Malcolm Floyd because Keenan Allen's getting doubled. He's not getting open. They're having a tough time getting him the football now. So I'm going to put you on record here, Marcus. Okay. You like Malcolm Floyd more than Keenan Allen for the rest of the year, yes? Yeah, right now I wow. do. Because right now, I can't agree everybody is locked in on Keenan Allen. Yes. Everybody is locking in on him. And yep. Antonio Gates is getting catches. Malcolm Floyd is getting down the field. We've seen Eddie Royal. I just, I, I'm scared. I'm scared. Well, let's see what he does against the Raiders this week. That's there a really <laughs> good matchup. Uh, it, one of the most popular terms in all of fantasy. A lot of mouths to feed. And in that uh, offense there with Mike McCoy, San Diego, it does seem like, especially because Antonio Gates is getting so many touchdowns now. Mm-hmm. You're right. I, mean, I think you might be right. Uh, I, I hate to say it because, you know, Keenan Allen's from Cal and all that. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, you might be right. There's Sophomore a lot of slump. It appears to be in effect right Very now. good point. I'm ready uh, for another helmet. Michael Fabiano. My turn? Yes, sir. Uh, let me see. Who do I want to get out of here? Uh, no, I'm not going to do that one. There's a Houston game. Hey! Uh, well, first off, I want to get Geno Smith to the, sign this the, for me. The Jetropolitan. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right, let's Good see stuff. what kind of crazy question they got in here for the men in green. Where will the Jets' backfield rank in fantasy points at the end of the season? Hmm. That's pretty interesting. In fantasy points, they've got two good backs. Well, Chris Ivory, I guess, is the best back. And that's the guy that I would actually play this week. Chris Johnson is being dropped in a lot of fantasy leagues right now. He really is. Uh, But in terms of a duo, you're still looking at one of the better fantasy backfields in the National Football League because most teams only have that one guy, right? The Cowboys have DeMarco Murray. The Texans have Arian Foster. So... If one of these guys goes down, the other one picks it up, his value increases. Let me put this on the table here, Gino. I'm going to go with they'll finish as a top 10 fantasy backfield only because you're talking about two players and their combined points. Can you give that helmet to Gino real quick? Yeah. Well, he could take it. Yeah, hold on. I just wanted to pick it off. <laughs> oh, jeez. There we go. Hey, spontaneity sometimes. Oh, uh, Fabs, uh, you're saying, uh, you mentioned that a lot of uh, owners are dropping Chris Johnson. Yes. We're seeing that trend uh, on NFL.com leagues. Would you advocate I it. that? Would I, it depends on my backfield depth, to be quite honest with you. If I have backfield depth, I'd, I'd drop him for Brendan Oliver right Already now. I can it. tell you that. Sure. Already did it. There you go. All right, let me pick, huh? How about it, guys? What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? I feel, I feel bad because Adam Rink's not here. But how about this? How about that? The Chicago Bears. That's a good-looking helmet. Bears. Good look. Where is that question? Oh, here we go. All right. All they right. really get them taped in yeah, there good. Really? It's kind of I'm, fi- I'm fighting my own notes over here. <laughs> how about this? Where will Matt Forte finish among running backs in fantasy points for 2014? That's a good question. That is a good question. That is a good question, yeah. <sighs> I'm going to go ahead and say he's going to finish in the top five. Is that, is that too – is no, that not no, bold no, enough? No. Is that not bold enough? I don't – you know, the thing is, uh, he's gotten off to a slow start. Um, he has? Not lately. Well, listen, if you look at the first couple weeks in the season, he, he got off to a little bit of a slow start. He's getting a lot more touches now uh, in the past couple weeks. And in that offense, it, it truly is a special offense that Mark Trestman's got going to Chicago. It's hard not to think that Matt Forte uh, won't emerge as a top five running back, maybe a top five player in all of fantasy football. There's a lot of trust uh, that I have in Chicago in that offense. Jay Cutler, who has been in real life uh, 
so-so. Yeah. Wouldn't you say, Elliot? Yeah. But but in fantasy, the guy's a stud. Yeah. Just real quick, I think the Bills defense in week one, then he faced the Jets defense. Those are tough defenses for a running back to go against. Let's see what he does against Atlanta. He could go for uh, 25 points. Yes. And don't look, yes. At, it, don't yeah. look at just his rushing attempts. The targets are going up yep. as well, too. 12 targets last week. I bet you right. he finishes third. Third? Yeah. Among running backs or among all of us? Uh, among running backs at the end of the year, he'll be third. There you go. Uh, you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry... But it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.